0: Welcome to the podcast of the ISSM, the International Society for Sexual Medicine. This is your audio update on global topics of sexual medicine, discussed with the best experts that the field of human sexual health has to offer. This podcast is hosted by Shelley Varad, an expert and entrepreneur in the field of sexuality. She is a certified sex therapist and also created the TV format sex tape. We hope you enjoy this episode of the ISSM podcast.
1: You're listening to the ISSM podcast, the podcast for the International Society for Sexual Medicine. I'm Shelley Virad and I'm a sex therapist. I will be your host for today. We are a very different and unique topic today and I'm honored to have Dr. Astrid Hoygaard which is going to talk about the elderly elderly gay and bisexual women. So first of all, I want to thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for being uh, be, being invited to talk about this very important subject. And I, I have to ask you, um, I've been following um, a lot of conventions and lectures, and I'm listening to everything I can, but I've never heard even one lecture about the topic you choose. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I'm here,
0: because I, need, uh, I think we need to, to focus on this aspect of human sexuality. It's so overlooked.
1: What do you mean when you say overlooked? Uh, if you no don't one yeah. acknowledge it? Yeah, uh, if you look at
0: the, the scientific production uh, of various themes of human sexuality, uh, uh, lesbian sexuality is very much overlooked and the minority within the minority, that is the elderly uh, lesbian uh, population, is totally overlooked. I think maybe uh, if you look at the uh, homosexual uh, studies, about uh, 1% or something like that is about elderly gay uh, women. So uh, nobody
1: takes interest in this, in this group. What made you, I mean, how did you even identify? Do you went and researched the topic and you realized? I, I always liked
0: uh, <laughs> niches, uh, but places to be where nobody else uh, walked in. It, you know, it's like an Arctic exploration. And <laughs> uh, so Um, I think um, also um, I could see in in my clinic, I have a a rather large university clinic where we treat couple, we make couple therapy and we also have uh, single uh, patients seeking us for therapy and uh, we hardly ever see any uh, lesbian women. I think we have about 9000 consultations per year and uh, among those there might maybe five or six uh, with for lesbian women so uh, i think this group is overlooked and they are uh, some in some way uh, they go beyond the radar they are not seen and uh, um, maybe
1: they thrive in the shadow (laughs) so it seems like maybe a lot of um couples, I mean female couples may um, need therapy but they're not even coming. Yes, that's true. Of course you could could have a theory that they don't
0: have as many problems as uh, the heterosexual couple and therefore they're not attending a a clinic like ours. But from research we do know that there are uh, uh, sexual dysfunction among uh, uh, lesbian women so there should be more than we actually see
1: what are the sexual dysfunctions mm-hmm. that uh, have? I mean, you have worked with uh, elderly couples, right? Yes. What are the most? I I, I can't say common because I don't <laughs> think we we know yet. But what are the most difficulties issues you are seeing with these type of couples at the clinic? Yes, the the elderly uh, l- uh, lesbian uh, couple
0: they seek due to a lack of desire. I think that's uh, the main uh, problem that we see. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, from research we know that uh, anorgasmia is rather uncommon among lesbian couples and also dyspareunia is not so common, I mean uh, pain at sex. So, uh, it's mainly a lack of sexual desire.
1: Are there any groups today or support groups for uh, the elderly women or you you don't know
0: of any? Um, Of course there are the LGBT plus uh, organizations. But I'm not sure that these couples seek those organizations. Uh, before uh, the internet it, it might have been easier because people actually met in bars and restaurants and mm. so on. But now uh, every contact for, for minorities has changed over to
1: the internet and I'm not sure that it's the, the best way to seek support. I to I think I agree with you it becomes there is so much information on the internet it feels less personal that's true where should they seek for help if they have sexual dysfunctions or do you think there's special clinics that they can I think the risk is uh, that they if they seek
0: uh, help uh, for instance uh, from the general practitioner mm-hmm. uh, they might uh, find a, a healthcare professional that's not uh, that hasn't met any other couples like those before. So uh, I think they risk uh, running into the double taboo that uh, the doctor won't talk about it and they don't take the issue up because it's too difficult. So I I think it's a very uh, small minority that actually dares to talk with a general practitioner about their
1: problems and the general practitioner will be uncertain what will be the next step. So it's maybe better to go to see um, sexologists, I would guess, or therapies that are friendly? Yes, a sexologist
0: uh, is a problem because it's uh, a professional without any authorization. So it doesn't cover anything. You actually know anything about uh, what are the guarantees that this person is actually qualified. To do what he or she is doing, so I think uh, a better option would probably be to a, an authorized uh, psychologist.
1: Wow, I'm like, I wish there was more out there, and it, and the more I hear you, it makes me feel a little bit frustrated because yes. I'm like, you know, for the women who are listening to us right now and are in this situation. I want to leave this podcast with some sort of inspiration. I mean, you are an inspiration <laughs> and I yes. want you to help me inspire our, our listeners. What, Where is the hope? What can we do about it? Um, maybe more in university, you know, to yes. encourage people to study that more. I agree with you.
0: It's, it's easy to become uh, frustrated. Uh, and also in the curricula of the the universities uh, teaching uh, 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 psychologists or medical students uh, human sexuality is hardly mentioned and particularly uh, the minorities are forgotten. So uh, it is frustrating um, but I do know that uh, Um, many psychologists or doctors out themselves uh, so maybe it's possible at least in in most countries to find LGBT friendly
1: uh, uh, therapists. Well I'm hoping this podcast will uh, inspire more professionals to go and study this field and provide more uh, therapeutic services, medical services and thank you so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of the ISSM. For more episodes, please visit our website, www.issm.info.